The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Our readings this morning talk about knowledge, in particular, knowledge of the truth of Jesus Christ. In the Gospel, this is John chapter 1, the prologue, John talks about a lack of knowledge at the time of the coming of Christ. He says, He, that is Christ, was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. Now, why was that, that there was this lack of knowledge? Because there were many messianic prophecies in the Old Testament that predicted the coming of Christ at that time, the time that Christ actually came. For example, Daniel chapter 9 talks about 70 weeks of years, which would be 490 years from the going forth of the word, which is interpreted to be the decree of Artaxerxes, the first given to Ezra in 457 BC. If you count 490 years from 457 BC forward, you're right at the time when the birth of the Messiah took place. Now that was there, and that was available to be known, but not many people accepted it. Micah chapter 5 talks about the birth of the Messiah coming to Bethlehem. That little unknown place of Bethlehem would be the birth of the Messiah. So we know the time, we know the place from these prophecies. And then we have many other prophecies in the Old Testament, like Balaam. He says, I see him, but not yet. I beheld him, but not near. A star will come out of Jacob. A scepter will arise from Israel. 
talking about the Messiah coming from Jacob out of Israel. Isaiah chapter 11, a shoot shall come up from the stump of Jesse and from his roots a branch will bear fruit and the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. So again, we have the time, we have the place of the coming of the Messiah. That knowledge was available and yet, as John tells us, they did not know or if they did know, they didn't accept it, his own people. What was the reason for that? John tells us in the first reading, in his first letter, chapter 2, verses 18 to 21. It's about the Antichrist. He says, children, it is the last hour. As you have heard that Antichrist is coming, so now many Antichrists have come, past tense. So the Antichrist was there at the time of the birth of Christ. Antichrist means anti-Messiah. There was this darkness in the land among the people who either didn't know, refused to look or hear, or refused to accept because of that Antichrist spirit that was there at the time. John goes on to say in the first reading, but you have been anointed by the Holy Spirit, and all of you have knowledge. Now he's talking to the humble few, the Anuim, who actually were receptive to all of these prophecies and prepared their hearts to receive the Messiah when he came. John the Baptist, for example, the apostles, the Blessed Virgin Mary. He goes on to say, I write to you not because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and you know that no lie comes from the truth. Now that faithful few, the Anuim, actually does apply to us today. You're here, a few of you, here to receive Christ because you've accepted the knowledge and now you're here to receive the truth in the flesh through the sacrament. So what are we called to do? Well, in the prologue of John's Gospel, he talks about John the Baptist being a witness. He says, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. That theme of testimony is all through John's gospel and it's meant for us. We who have the knowledge by the grace of the Holy Spirit are now called to testify, to witness to what we have seen and experienced. In the responsorial Psalm, Psalm 96 for today's readings, we have this proclamation, again, applying to us. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Tell of his salvation from day to day. May we have the courage. May we have the anointing of God in our lives, since we're going to receive him this morning, to bear witness to the light, to our words, more importantly, our actions. Let us pray.